Master Brock reading Diane Palmer Snow Kisses, Chapter 12. She could barely breathe when she saw what was in his eyes. It was hardly, po hardly possible that she was dreaming, but it was so much like a dream come true that she felt faint. Look at me, Abby, he whispered. She raised her eyes, and his gaze fell to the transparent material over her firm, high breast. He reached out and drew his knuckles down from her collarbone over one perfect breast and smiled at her body's helpless reaction to his touch and the hunger. He could see and feel. Same damn, same damn thing happens to me every time I think about you. He murmured with a soft cheek. Four months, Abby. Four long months. I've walked around aching every minute of every day, wanting you until I was like a wounded bear with everyone around me. And I'd have had all I could take. I couldn't even get properly drunk. Damn you, come here. He lifted her in his hard arms, taking her mouth with a hunger aching thoroughness, ignoring her sweet moan of pressure, pleasure in her clean arms as he walked back into her bedroom and slammed the door behind him. I'm going to make love to you all night long, he said as he carried her straight toward me. In the morning, you'll be damn lucky if you can walk at all. <laughs> then we'll talk. Cat, Cat, I could get pregnant, she said in a high-pitched tone, read that it was the only voice. Yes, you could, he said quietly, staring into and that would mean total commitment to me for life. Say yes or no, but if it's no, I'm going to stray back to Montana and I'll never come to you again. She felt her body trembling in this strong embrace and her heart yielding totally as she searched his face. But loving possessed me. I don't know if I can survive an affair with you, she said softly. But if that's what you want, I, I can try. I just don't understand what we do about a baby. He breathed. He breathed slowly, deliberately in his eyes. Melly said you were blind about me. I suppose she knew better than I did. He murmured. He laid her gently down on the bed, down but the shirt with slow, easy motions, tossing it aside. His hands went to his belt and unfastened it. His trousers folded while Abby watched him, shocked to the bone. If you think it's rough on you, he murmured, glancing at her as he turned to divest himself of everything else. Remember what I told you before, Abby. I've never undressed in front of a woman. <laughs> That's the loss of women everywhere, she whispered all as he turned around. Oh, Cat. His face softened and the red stain on his cheeks faded away, sat down beside her, coaxing her to sit up so that he could remove the cap again. And then he just looked and looked until she felt her heart trembling, trembling wildly, her body helplessly aching in invitation, moving restlessly under the pure sensuality of the appraisal. Before this goes any further, he said quietly, sliding a big warm hand over her smooth belly, up to rest maddenly below one top. You better tell me if you meant what you said on the phone. <laughs> she swelled about being lonely and lost in the city. She was, you know, are you happy? When I'm with you, she managed to me. Only when I'm with you. Oh, God, you don't know. You'll never know how it was to leave you. His fingers trembled and he searched for his voice. I know how it was to be left, Abby. He said to me. I've been walking around like half a man for four years. And until night, I had no idea. No idea at all what you felt. How could I tell you when he kept going on about not wanting a commitment? Not wanting marriage? He has something. He pushed me away. I had to be ground up. I can't control what I feel for you. I never could. You'll never know how close I came to taking you the night I found you by the pool. When I left you, I was shaking like a boy. 
to drink myself to sleep. The only other time I've been at the bottle, like I have tonight, his fingers moved up at rest, touching him like a man touching treasure. So beautiful, he was, you were then, you are now, my Abby, my own. Abby's hands reached up and stroked his chest, tickling as they pressed in single dark. I never knew she would. Neither did I. He shouted as her hands caressed. Don't do that, not yet. I go crazy when you touch me that way. He said we were going to make love. She reminded him. We are. When you agree to marry me, he's a cloud. I couldn't handle an affair with you either. If I take you, you take me for life. It was important to know the truth, not just guess at it. There had been too many misunderstandings already. Because you need some to inherit pain of good. She has to whisper. Because I love you, Abigail Shane. <laughs> she corrected parenthesis. Because I've loved you for so many years. That loving you is way of life for me. Because if you don't come home with me, I'll pack my bags and move in here with you. Make love to you until you marry me in self-defense. Just to get some rest. <laughs> she was rolled up in her wide brown eyes. And they said, you love me, cat? <laughs> she burst out. Where my words were so much feeling. <laughs> he managed in a voice that shook. His hands framed her face and his eyes worshipped. I want to be with you all the time. I want to sit and watch you when we're together. I want to stand by your bed when you say, can you need me? I want to hold you in my arms in bed at night, even when we don't make love. I want to give you children, most of all. I want to live with you until I die. And all the good, bad times, and bad, all the way to the grave. <laughs> she was crying helplessly at his mission. That having all her wildest dreams come true, fingers moved up to his hard face and lovely traced every warm of I couldn't look at you when I got on the bus four years ago, she said, brother, because if I had, I would have thrown myself at your feet and begged you to let me stay. I started loving you when I was barely 15, and I've loved you every day since. Hopelessly, it was all my heart. Oh, God, Cat, it was never New York and modeling. It was you. I love you until I hurt all over. I love you all my life, all the days I live. Stop the frantic words with his mouth. He's down beside her. They kiss slowly, sweetly, rocking in each other's warm arms, savoring the newness of being, of belonging to each other, of sharing loving, till his tongue gently penetrated her mouth, till her lips opened to his deep searching, till they moved together slowly into a new and saturnine kind of intimacy with each other. Teach me how, cat, she whispered with love, splitting her voice as she felt his hands touching her knees. Teach me how to show love this way. His mouth turned on. We'll learn it together, honey, he whispered. Because this is like my first time, too. Tell me if I hurt you. I'd rather die than hurt you now. But even as he spoke, his mouth was moving against her body. She forgot that it was the first time. Forgot everything but the glory of being kissed and touched so tenderly by the only man she ever loved. She relaxed and moved deliberately, touched deliberately, delighted in his reaction to her fingers, her mouth. She whispered her love. Her body shouted it. Sensations piled on sensations while she turned and arched and whispered wildly into his ear as he moved against her so slowly, with such staggering control. She could barely believe that the level of pleasure she was experiencing was barely bearable as it mounted and mounted and began to possess her. Her eyes opened on a surge of mingled need, fear, and his rope and two stared Don't be afraid of me, he was shakingly hurt. I love you. Trust me. It was all she needed to push her over the edge. 
her eyes closed again. She felt his mouth gently in hers, preparing her for what was coming. Her hands tangled in his thick, dark hair as his bodily body slowly, tenderly overwhelmed hers. His mouth was gentle, despite the need she could feel in him. A need he was deliberately denying for her sake. The very tenderness of his movements, his slow, soft kisses, made it so beautiful that she cried her fear and gave herself up to the incredible intimacy of belonging to him. There was pain, she hardly noticed it. So involved was she in trying to get closer to him, trying to please him as he was pleasing her. She wanted nothing more than the joy of giving everything she had to give. Cherished her as she never dreamed a man could cherish a woman. Every second fueling the hunger, the sweetness of sharing love. She clung to him, loving him, loving him. And it was so easy, so perfect, so beautiful. Her eyes burned with tears that rolled helplessly down her cheeks into their joined mass. A moment later, she heard his voice in her ear, whispered words that only vaguely registered, whispering name like literally, and from tenderness came passion, suddenly, like a summer storm bellowing over them, lifting and tossing them in a vortex of urgency that blazed brighter than the lights around them. She heard a voice break, felt his hands controlling her wild movements firmly, guide, guiding, teaching. Her teeth bit into his hard shoulder in an agony of pleasure, so squishy that she cried out, and then there was no more time for the gentle beginnings, only for the wild first stretch toward fulfillment that sent them crashing together in frantic torment, trembling wildly, whispering urgently, till there was oneness, and then peace. Later, she curled up against him, trembling, like a little cigarette and smoked it. She laughed softly, triumphantly, delightedly. Some drew her closer, and he chuckled softly, too. My God. In all my wildest dreams, I never imagined feeling like that. <laughs> Neither did I. I thought I'd die. <laughs> it's just Rosebud. I'm going to have that book framed and hung over our bed after we're married. Like, book? <laughs> There's this book about making love that I bought a few weeks ago. <laughs> you remember? He lifted his brows at her stunned expression and laughed up. Well, hell, Abby. I told you, I spent half my life working with the damn cattle. Where did you expect me to learn about sex? You women all expect me to know all the answers and hate us for the way we get them. Her face frightened with wonder. Why are you old devils? She said, and I thought you had a string of women a mile long. <laughs> he kissed her. You're my woman, the only one I ever wanted. I haven't been a monk, but there was never any joy for me in sleeping with a woman I didn't even like. She stared up at him curiously. You mean, you learned everything you just did to me out of a book? Because I remember. Oh, it was a good book, he said to Kind of a primer. Well, damn it. I thought that after I give you a while to think about me in the range, maybe miss me, I might come up here and try to change your mind. I was going to wait until Christmas. He shrugged his powerful. Then tonight, after Calio went out with Jeb, I got lonely and started drinking heat sock. First time I put... Boy, that much whiskey in years. He looked down at her radiant face. When he started writing and raving at me, it was the sweetest music I've ever heard. I didn't even take time to shave. This guy ain't got a bed. He dropped me to the airport. He said he was quitting. When he found out I was on my way to you, he took back his resignation against him and told me he'd wondered if I planned on staying stupid all my life. I think we were both a little dead. She replied her eyes out. I love you, she was weeping. I love you, he replied, bending to kiss her softly, slowly, with tender pummel. 
Can you live with me on Painted Ridge and give up all you've accomplished? If not, I'll compromise now that I know you love me. I can give up breathing if you'll make love to me every night. <laughs> you remember, Preston, I hate it here. For the first few months, all the glamour and adventure wore off. Like a zombie all day and dreamed all night about how it would be to sleep in your arms. Carry your child in my body. <laughs> if you're in trouble, don't say things like that to me. I'll go, I'll go don't say things like that to me. I'll go crazy. Take me with you, she said, breathing her hand over his chest and smiling later. Let's go together. In a minute, he put out the cigarette and leaned over her. Silent. I can't expect you to sacrifice four years of hard work just to raise children. I don't want you to give up being a person just because you're my wife. We all need to feel fulfillment, a sense of purpose. Oh my gosh, I didn't even tell you about Jessica Dane. <laughs> she burst out and explained it. Oh, even her behavior at the reception. He sighed angrily. Well, I was damn full over that, wasn't I? He ground out a kitchen door. I'm sorry, honey. <laughs> It's all right. You didn't know. She touched him out. So you see, I can work for Jessica and never leave the house except for supervise some seamstresses once in a while. And I've always preferred designing to modeling anyway. <laughs> Look at me. We have little girls. You can make party dresses for them too. She laughed. Not, not for the little boys though. I don't want my sons parading around in petticoats. She leaned forward and kissed him lovingly. My throat served from talking. Teach me some more things you learned in that book of yours. You know, there's just one more little thing to talk about. Had Hank promised to make a few phone calls for me after daylight. Did you? She murmured, nibbling at me. I had him invite the minister over for next Saturday. That's nice. He whispered her hand smoothing over his long tan body. Plus about 50 other people. Um, she murmured her hands moved to his hair rough and chest, pressed against him. That's nice to for the wedding. She drew it next Saturday. Why wait? He asked, biting at her mouth. I sure was hoping you'd say yes, Abby. All the way here, I had nightmares about trying to line up a bridegroom. Such short notice if you refused me. Cat Alexander McLaurin, what am I gonna do with you? She said, Asher, lie down here and I'll show you. He murmured with a laugh. He's in her own turn. This is the best chapter of all. Abby smiled at she met his hungry mouth when they got home to paint it. She had some heavy reading to do. End of the book.